You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. Welcome back to another episode of Titties and Tacos. I am your host, Sparkle. And I am Tina Day. Yes, you are. I am. And today's episode is brought to you by the letter Q. It is. Also, I just want y'all to know we have our have your favorite co-host back in the motherfucking building. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because it's hot as shit. It's hot as balls. <laughs> so if you're wondering what the fuck that sound is in the background, it's us not dying. Yeah, for sure. Trying to bring y'all this motherfucking content. And it's so funny because <laughs> it's like the fall episodes be like long. Yeah. And then, you know, the spring kind of be long. But these, these winter and summer ones, they be quick. Nigga, we going to get y'all in and out, okay? <laughs> came to say what we came to say. Do what we going to do. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean... That's all we got for you. So if you are newly here <laughs> and you've never experienced a summertime with us, welcome. Man. It's a little different. Um, we not in one of them fancy schmancy, you know, New York studios. Mm-mm, we here at Detroit. It's Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? Shout out to uh, Detroit is different because they yeah. currently, like on the side of the studio right now, oh, um, yeah. they have a whole like uh, activism event happening. Listen, Detroit is different is a great institution okay <laughs> like they be out here doing Shout stuff out to the leader Kari Frazier yeah doing way. stuff for the culture all the time I really appreciate everything Detroit is different is about but sometimes it be Detroit but sometimes is Detroit. it's Detroit is Detroit and today in this bitch is Detroit is Detroit right. even your, shit yo yo best friend is you know whatever BFF mm-hmm. hey girl you know my person mm-hmm. and then some days that nigga is a government name yep and everybody knows what that shit is yep so so yeah <laughs> here we are here we are but you know we made it back yes um, to all the people in all the random places that like listen Alabaster, to this. Alabama, haven't forgotten about y'all. Hello. What the fuck, y'all? Like, hey, like, <laughs> listen, if you are particularly Alabaster, Alabama, if you are listening to this shit, please come make yourself know. I yeah, just need to what know. What the fuck? How? <laughs> how did y'all get here? What? And what was the one in Mississippi? Oh, damn. I forgot the Mississippi. Poxitani, Mississippi. Something crazy. In places where I feel like y'all not trying to hear these black women say a bunch of right. Like, are y'all curious? Or did y'all sneak in this room? Did and y'all you're type like, titties or did y'all type tacos into Apple Podcasts we all know or, you, or Spotify? We all know you type titties. I y'all just want to type know, titties. I want to know what else comes up when you type in titties. Yeah. <laughs> like, what other titty podcasts and are? And then they? I mean, like, who don't like titties and tacos? So they like, well, fuck. Let me let me at least give it a listen. I mean, that and would be my approach, but. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm just curious. some interesting places. Thank you to everybody listening, you know, around the country. Yeah, I guess we got to stop saying it's 12, y'all. I mean, maybe it's still 12 and y'all just moving around here <laughs> like Corona maybe ain't real. Maybe it's like 12 truckers and y'all are <laughs> some of everywhere. Oh, damn. That's very possible. <laughs> 
shot my ego all the way the oh, fuck sorry, down. Oh, sorry, love. I thought we were doing something. We're not, y'all. Maybe we are. Shout out to the truckers. <laughs> what up? I hope this podcast gets you through that long haul. In I the know middle that's of the night. right, for sure. In real life, y'all being awake like that. I don't know how you do it. I'll be sleep as hell. This podcast and whatever her taco is, maybe maybe it's something something fun that'll really get you through the night. This taco ain't getting y'all through the night. No. But it'll, it'll make you go night-night, maybe. Oh, it'll make you go night-night. Okay. Yeah. Well, they need to go to sleep, too, so. I mean, yeah. If, if you try Go night-night, nigga. <laughs> you can go night-night. Nigga, go night-night. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the spirit of it's hot as balls out here, um... I wanted to bring y'all an appropriate uh, libation Ooh. of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a good word for drinks. Yes, um, yes it is. It's better than drinks, but sometimes drinks is appropriate. Sometimes, I'm going to say sometimes, <laughs> you know, drinks with the A is important. That's true. Muy importante. Um, so in the spirit of it's hot and you want to still have a drink, but you want your drink to be... Um, lighter if you will you don't want it to be just that smooth heat of whiskey because fyi if i haven't said this already if i bring you a drink it will be whiskey i don't drink anything else um this week (laughs) i have for y'all a whiskey fizz so it's not often i do cocktails but if i'm going to do one much like the dos equis man this is one that I will do. Okay. <laughs> um, so a whiskey fizz, this is what I like about it. It's simple. It don't have a whole bunch of other shit. And it's easy to control how much extra sugar you add in. Like you can do the sugar to your liking, which normally I like a little bit less. But I'll give y'all the actual recipe. So that's how simple this shit is. I was about to <laughs> say. That's how It must simple. be two shits to this. It, it's only <laughs> hold on one like, two, what is it whiskey three, and tonic four, nigga and ice five it's five things oh okay um but it's you doing yeah, it big but it's also what you say so, <laughs> so it's your two ounces of whiskey or more depending on your tolerance um it's an ounce of lemon juice mm-hmm. it's a half an ounce of simple syrup which i normally take down I to like a to couple say, of dots yep like you take you know, that out completely damn near honestly yes um it's three to five ounces of chilled club soda which is actually what i'm coming for because sometimes especially when i'm hot i like the carbonation like i just okay it feels lighter it feels more you know effervescent to me if you like you know what that sounds good yeah and then you can add a lemon wedge for garnish which is what i would do because i'm a person who likes the lemon lime combo right so you you put the lemon in there it's kind of like a fun carbonated lemonade but whiskey Mm -hmm. which is very nice when you are fucking hot so wait is this supposed to be refreshing or is it supposed to put you to sleep um here's the thing it tastes refreshing and then depending on whether or not you stick with this two ounces so of whiskey, the sleep is accidental the sleep is more like <laughs> is the sleep i'm over 30 almost 35 is that what the sleep is Ooh, that shit hurt <laughs> is the sleep i'm 35 and drinking the sleep is i'm 35 and drinking um or the sleep is i put more than two ounces of whiskey in here now if i put two ounces of whiskey in here and make a genuine whiskey fizz cocktail then i will be refreshed and you know just a little looser and enjoy a party so if you're doing something social with what the fuck are you doing why but (laughs) 
Shit. Shouldn't be fucking well, happening. That's a whole right different conversation. That's it's a, a whole That's yeah, a different thing. I'm not even about to jump into that. No, no, no. We're not gonna do that this week. This week is about other other conversations. But um but if you are, you know, out in on the outside following all the rules and you want something to just, you know, mingle with your people, then stick to the two ounces of whiskey, make this and it's a nice refreshing thing that's really good over ice and um you can kind of just sip on it half if you are sitting in your basement um trying to be cool and watching whatever netflix fave for the 67th time mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know me. add your three ounces and then take your nap <laughs> that's damn yeah right that's how nice it's nice it is very nice okay. um but yeah, that's that's my uh, taco for the day. Whiskey fizz. I really, like, I've been trying, the whole time you've been explaining it, I've been really trying to not call that shit a whiskey mm-hmm. B2K. Oh, I thought you were going to say whiskey jizz, because that's what's been in my head. No! I know, right? Ew. It's terrible. But first but of all, I hate that word. I hate jizz? that word as much as I hate moist. Those mm. are my two. Jizz is one that I think gets underused by our population of people like it's if definitely you, a caucasian yeah if you hang out with them and hear them say jizz like it's one of the things that they say actually say better and it sounds better rolling off it of their, their tongue and not and you so you know as you it's know like one cock, of my cock does not sound right i, I don't no, know if it we doesn't. do and i be trying to say that shit that shit sounds like a fucking joke because black <sighs> men do not have cocks they have dicks yeah they do white men have socks and black I, men have me dicks wrong. and this is not about like size or anything mm, quite honestly for me it is a dick, that's exactly no, what i mean no to me in my brain like when i think about it a dick and a cock are the same size just different not colors me. nope you think a cock is small i think a cock is smaller i when i think of dicks i think of grown ass men who no, are not here to play so with you let me let me explain to you if you have a cock i feel like you also do shit like jizz on other men for fun no 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 not even like because you're gay but because that shit white boys do okay let me tell let <laughs> me each other in the dick and all that me, kind of stuff let me explain the difference in this there is something so like internally satisfying about the word dick that it can only be black for me okay. because of my preference so a cock could be equally the same size or whatever but because the word cock is unappealing it also matches the unappealing dicks right where dicks are appealing so but we'll see now for me though as i see color i see sound i see because i'm a creative so any anytime you meant you say a word i have a visual to match it or i have a scenario to match it it, it does it creates a whole picture in my mind so a simple okay. word gives me a whole scene okay so you say cock i'm like thinking I like just, the fake the fake um uh, you know the the porn the the um I'm just saying, like industry cocks, porn cocks to me. You know what? It it's also the hard C's in cocks. It is. So here's the thing, because my brain is way different than yours. Mm-hmm. Yours is very creative. You're yours, setting and yours is very science. Yeah, it's very <clears throat> science based. So cock with the hard C's and the K's. I really think now this is a very recent like thought I had like in the last you know few weeks or whatever. Okay. Civil unrest and all of that, but the C's. And shit are so hard, like KKK. Oh, I like, thought you were gonna say like cat, cat, cat. Also like cat, cat, cat. But <laughs> if you if you think about it, like so you got cat, cock, 
KKK and they oh, it all does like, sound like, like that. it's just You're so right. it's so aggressive like it puts me in a brain space where it's like it's not what I want yeah. whereas a dick sounds like what I want sometimes yeah, not all the time because and then the other thing that really throws me off about <clears throat> the word dick is when people use it to like describe people that never feels right to me because I have a positive reaction to dick most of the yeah, time and, and sometimes and then, I say it and I'll be like you're a dick and then it don't it feel right even for me it, it don't feel right like, because uh, it feels like you're not really insulting them because bitch right. you like dick exactly so do exactly. you like this nigga Right. Are you saying something affirming yeah, to this person? It always makes me feel like I didn't hit the target. No, right? That's exactly what it sounds like. But um, but yeah, cock is not associated with size. It can be the same size. It can be smaller. It can be bigger. It's associated with my unwillingness to be involved. I don't with know. It. For me though, saying cock is also like dating like a nigga younger than me. I just don't respect it. So. Oh well, it, it's a it's a whole thing. Like I said, I just when you say dick, I think grown men. When you say cock, I think somebody out here being juvenile that I don't have time to deal with. So it's I mean, just a thing. Those things are also unappealing to me because I'm not Jake Pickett. But yeah, that part. So thank you for that transition. So yeah, moving on, <laughs> I'm gonna go right into my cue. Go right ahead. That was nice mm-hmm. and, and very un- unintentional. Um, yeah. <laughs> As it's the shit we do best. So it really is. <laughs> so pardon my um my my coughing and my clearing of my throat. <clears throat> there it mm-hmm. is again. Because I was spray painting uh Tina D's fucking flower displays for her whole ass wedding. And I had a mask on, but unfortunately that mask ain't do shit and it ended up being uh spray paint all in my nose and my lungs and as y'all know I got really fucked up asthma. So I am struggling today. Uh, to say the things that I came to say. And I got a lot to say today. So we just going to get Don't through worry. it best as we it's can. It's not the COVID. Yeah, no, it's not the COVID. It's her fucking wedding. So, you know. Fuck you. One thing is killing me You wanted the other. me to do this. I just want to put that out there. You. Well, I told you to spray paint the shit. And somehow it was still at my house and needed to be done. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me do it. This sound like your Im- impatience. Because I yes, also. it is. Guess who didn't get a text message saying, and come pick these shits up. And if you've been here long enough, then you know that that was a thing you're going to have to contend with. So you should have been better prepared. Honestly, a nigga forgot. So here we are. There, thank you. <laughs> thank you for just telling the truth. Once again, I appreciate your motherfucking transition. So let me just jump right into what I came what I came to talk about today. What you My cue to today boss? is quality over quantity. Okay. And so, um, and I got I like I, I wrote actual notes, actual thoughts. I've been reading some shit, and I just you know a lot of things been rolling around in my mind okay. um, as we all collectively watch this you know Will and Jada in oh, August oh you about to thing. talk about it oh shit well <laughs> yes and no I mean I know I and know so, you cause I know how much of that we gonna get into because neither one of us really watch yeah I'm not really into celebrities yeah. but I am into certain subjects yeah. so you know I'm just gonna kinda use them as an example since they put themselves out there to be you know to be Ooh, unpacked did, did they ever yeah <laughs> so uh, here's my take no matter the year spent it's never too late to start over Okay. okay, let me begin with that. Okay. Um, on the tail end of the Will and Jada saga, I am somewhere in the middle. Okay. Because I can understand so many layers of this. I mm-hmm. literally have been every single person in this situation. Okay. I've been Will, I've been Jada, I've been August. So okay. I, it's, I, I can't 
choose a side. I don't have a singular opinion. Okay. Um, and I and I certainly don't have singular criticism. I kind of have, you know, both um, understandings and criticisms of every fucking person involved. Yeah. Um, because nobody is perfect. We all flawed. But I feel like as adults, we need to move differently the older we become. Otherwise, what the fuck are we living for? So. I I'm on. I'm, but, but I'm I also tracking. get the, the victim. I'm picking up what you like The now. August part of it, the victim, you know, being with a person, you know, you shouldn't be with necessarily. Right. Um, especially while they're with someone else. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. So, um, be, I don't know, being in a relationship where the loyalty lies with each other and not your personal peace and happiness is problematic to me. Okay. When they said bad marriage for life. Oh yeah, I thought that was a meme for the longest. I did too. Somebody I thought had it was to tell a joke. Me that that shit was real. I posted it and was like, "Oh, ha ha ha!" And then the homie was like, "Oh no, they actually quoted that. That's a direct quote." I said, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. Are you serious?" Yeah. And then I edited my entire caption because I'm like, "All right, well, I thought this was a joke. If yeah. they actually said this, it looks this, like a fucking meme. It does." And so, you know, we ride together, we die together, bad marriage for life. First of all, y'all know how I am about words. Words mean things. I, I not, And I'm not perfect. I say all kind of fuck shit Mm-mm. on and off of this podcast, you know, mm-hmm. about myself, about others, whatever. But I don't know. The I'm more serious the subject, bad. the more serious I become. Yeah. So I'm never going to say to my child, like, oh, you ain't going to be shit. Like, I'm never going to say that mm-hmm. because you have what you say. I'm not going to say that about my marriage, bad marriage for life. I feel like the fact that people thought that was funny, I feel like the fact that they said it and then fist bump to it is a fucking problem because what yeah. that says to me is that your loyalty lies with this institution yeah this relationship mm-hmm. it doesn't lie with god it doesn't lie with your peace it doesn't lie with your happiness it lies with the fact that we decided to do this thing which yeah. then makes your marriage look more like a business i mean and so and, and that's fine but let, then let's call what it, it what it is and so mm-hmm. If you're going to operate as if it's a business, then that puts you to me in a different lane when it when it, when it comes to giving advice. Oh yeah, for sure. I think give business advice, don't give marriage advice. I think that is probably to me in my very very outside viewing of this because I ain't watched the 12 minutes of whatever the fuck after that after people corrected me and were like well no they actually said that I, I went back and watched it because I'm like well fuck let me actually watch it before I develop a solidified opinion because mm-hmm. I'm looking at y'all memes thinking they're memes thinking they're jokes I'm not looking at it this thinking oh somebody actually said this it you know, been so that I don't know that us over and anything mentality can mm-hmm. go either way it can work to build you and grow you Mm-hmm. Or it can fucking destroy you. Mm-hmm. When you place that focus on you all's desire and lose sight of the purpose that you mm-hmm. were placed together. Mm-hmm. And Jesus didn't piss me off. So I'm not okay. about to sit up here and preach to y'all today. Okay. But, and that's just my transparent place that I'm in. Right. But I'll say this. Jesus has pissed me off. He's done some shit I, did, I don't necessarily like right now. However, I'm not a baby Christian. I didn't just fucking get here. And I know enough and I'm committed enough to my faith, my belief in God to believe that, you know, when people are together and people are meant to be together, they're meant to fucking be together. Like, there's a purpose besides, you know, the romance, the love, the sex, oh, yeah. the intimacy. Yeah. You guys are supposed to accomplish something and then be demonstrative of the things of God. Mm-hmm. And when you say, well, fucking bad marriage for life, like, nigga, right. that is literally the antithesis of everything that your marriage is supposed to be. And so I get that they said it facetiously and that they were like basically saying, you know, we, we going to be together no matter what. We can work through anything no matter what. Yeah. 
and it's I fine think it, to work through I anything. I think it was at ultimately a poor choice of wording from people who have done very good um, branding on themselves. And I, yeah. I, you know, like this is not my topic, so I'm not gonna overrun this because I have my own opinion. So mm-hmm. we'll get to that part later. But um, I think you're you're right in the fact that uh, it just exposes in a in a very blatant way mm-hmm. the. Um, business and transactional nature of their relationship in a way that it wasn't something that I personally did not think to be true based on and what's crazy is I don't think I ever understood um how much like I obviously assumed how much Jada was was into the business nature of this and mm-hmm. clearly that's where y'all that's y'all common ground mm-hmm. but I don't think I always made in, in my mind it was always more of a will push because it was, yeah, all, for of me his, too. all of his movement is very calculated right his um his delay to get into the internet and the way that he got into it in mm-hmm. and of itself shows a person who is calculated mm-hmm. in his steps mm-hmm. he observed internet and social media yep. culture yep. for years yep. and then wielded it and then when he came when in he, he came in with that whole 50 I'm turning 50 adventure shit that was right. one of the first things that he did and then he took himself and made and he, further branded himself right he had patience, timing, and yep. foresight, and study yep. of it. Yep. Because I think that part people miss. Yeah, this he's everybody's, a very brilliant person. He, he's a calculate. He's a smart person. He people, really is. People have and to so remember. Is she. Oh yeah, you know. So is she. This is not a slight to her, her business acumen. But I think I always see it in the lens of Will because you know this is a person that got accepted to MIT but beca- right. decided to rap. But decided to rap to what's really crazy is. Will Smith's rap career is most similar of all the other rappers to me. It is most likened to Cardi B's rap career, which is wild because Cardi B is clearly still rapping and all of that. But the similarity between the two of them is that they both saw it for how temporary it could be and, mm-hmm. and really manipulated the system to get where they were trying to go. Right. So like Cardi's end goal is more um is more about the rapping, but like his he used it. He just and used it as a vehicle. It. Yeah. Right. It was but, a vehicle for him. But to me both of them had the similar vision of it to get to where they wanted. Because yeah. nobody else the fucking turn being a reality TV stripper into being a whole ass credible billboard topping fucking rapper. Right. Regardless of how she gets there. That is the truth. So, um, but anyway, I digress. Knowing the business element, the business element of their relationship has always been evident, at least through the moves and maneuvers that Jill, that, that Will has always done. Mm-hmm. And most recent, the most recent evidence of that is... Um, his entrance into social media because people like oh will finally decide to get on no nigga will has been watching this since this inception and right. he finally found the right perfect alignment of things to move him he's forward. a very patient person he is he is and he's a person not to say that he hasn't made mistakes but he's a person that recognizes um uh he's a person that recognizes um where like recognizes where he can get get into this how he can mold stuff and like he he dissects things more and it looks effortless like he's a person that 
he recognizes everything but it looks so effortless and so like oh this is just something i decided to do he's done it so fucking well and for so long at this point that people that's what people are upset about right now yeah people are genuinely upset and in their feelings or not in their feelings but like have so many feelings about this based on how he wielded his brand because it's not really don't nobody really give a shit about what actually happened and there's things to really give a shit about and i'm sure we'll get to that later but i think at the end of the day he has done this this shit because like even looking at it in the number of memes that are there talking about you know like he looks heartbroken and this looked like Will Smith in Pursuit of Happiness. You know what really fucked me up about that meme? Is that it did look like yeah, him in Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, but he's an actor. And so exactly. that's what actors do. Exactly. Which is why I wasn't moved by how he looked. First of all, I've dated so many comedians. Exactly. Who could have been actors. Who could have been, you know, award winning, um, <laughs> you know, stage players. And so I wasn't necessarily like, oh my God, he looks so sad. Well, yeah, if he wanted to look sad, if he decided he was going to sell a thing. And I feel like a lot of times he's in character. I feel like a lot of times they're all in character. And yes. because they have a, they have a goal. Correct. And their goal, again, lies with the loyalty of their business. And their Correct. business is their relate. Their business is their marriage. Right. Which is so, the trouble because it's But I think there's some toxicity in the mm-hmm. whole like we ride together, we die together thing. Mm-hmm. Like whenever again, whenever you decided no matter the ongoing ceaseless entanglements, there y'all go. Um, we're gonna there it stay. Is. Y'all have it now. There you go. You got you, the entanglement. You have it. Congratulations. Right. Like no matter the trauma, the abuse, <laughs> neglect mm-hmm. or commitment um to not growing, we're just gonna stay here. You damage yourself, you damage your children, you know. I think that you in some ways alter your future and you know we can say well their children seem successful but i think you know i think that i think success is a variable like mm-hmm. who defines what success is because we don't know their mental health or stability or the way they engage and interact in relationships with other people we simply see financial success as as success Correct. And, that, and, it, and there's so much more to it otherwise you wouldn't have millionaires and billionaires killing them fucking selves like you got people Ooh. on every fucking drug on every fucking you know toxin that they can fucking consume just to escape and money ain't the fucking problem nope so you're not gonna tell me like you know they're peaceful just because they have financial success we don't know how they impacted their children mm-hmm. and how their children are capable or incapable of fostering healthy relationships or the ways that they'll choose to behave I think it's so much more um like somebody else said today like he's matter of fact the someone else who said it was Breeze y'all remember oh, Breeze oh yeah 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 it's fool I said enjoy Breeze. this whole time Jada been out here talking about healing and and meanwhile she was smashing her son's emotionally mentally and physically unstable friend correct and and telling the rest of us to do the fucking work he was like woo can kiss my ass <laughs> Jesus Christ. He called her woo. <laughs> Somebody I, was I, like, you mean peaches? He like woo, ooh, peaches, whatever. Jesus. So. Okay. And and so that led me to thinking, and I said, and I kind of sat down and backed away from um, social media so that I could have some real reflection because I was kind of mm-hmm. triggered by this whole situation um, mm-hmm. for a multitude of reasons, honestly. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I thought, and, and maybe it's because I'm a, I'm a writer and I kind of, you know, with, with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, I've written like a, a self-help, you know, black girl guide to just getting fucking better mental health whatever physical health all of it and Uh I thought about it and I thought Jada has a way of weaponizing healing yeah weaponizing healing language 
to present yeah. this facade of growth and introspection mm-hmm. when a lot of times to me it's just to avoid accountability mm-hmm. and I know several people like this men and women like yeah mm-hmm. I did them but I thought we were through so you know it was what I needed I grew from it so it was all good mm-hmm. and that's what she said yeah with and like I said I didn't watch it because like how do you just go like basically yeah I fucked them we did what we did I got, I got better and it is what it is. Like, oh my God. So my so here's my here's here is my thing about about that in particular. Like when she started um the Red Table Talks and it was this, you know, period of time to talk about all the different things that they talked about, right? And uh do this pseudo healing wellness sort of thing. From the moment that she started that in real life, like this is my thing. As far as their business acumen and their branding and all that, it's admirable. I mm-hmm. fucking liked it. So the thing that I that I respected and enjoyed about the Red Table Talks is that you are single-handedly and solely the only fucking consistently watched thing on Facebook watch. Yep. Right? So, and for that to be black people... I thought people, that was amazing. Right. I think it is be, amazing. For that to be black people and for it to be a black woman, I will never... She's nearing... That particular 12-minute episode is nearing, I think, 1 million views. Right. So... I have always and will continue to respect that as a thing, but that's a separate thing. Um, I watched, I remember when she first started it and whatever her first like more salacious, so it got into my timeline sort of episode. I won't say it was the first episode because I honestly don't don't fucking know. But whatever her first episode that was big enough and caught enough attention to be in my timeline without me doing anything, I went and watched maybe the first two, three minutes of it. And the reason I only watched the first two, three minutes of it, I never got to the thing that was solely important on that episode. Um, The reason I had to turn it off is because as a person who's been in spaces, mental health spaces with people, um, and I'm not a mental, I am not a mental health professional. That's not my bag. Mm -hmm. That's not my shit. But I do know many of them and many and that's both you know as mds as psychologists as counselors all those sorts of things um it had a lot of for it to be a red table it had a lot of red fucking flags for me yeah and and i know it's entertainment and i knew it was her doing her sort of thing but in watching it it just really sounded like a person who spent a lot of time um deferring to whoever the person is or somebody else and only time only chiming in when you have something that sounds fake profound to um to add to the um to the story and so to me that shows that you are trying to build this for entertainment value and not for actual things and so the reason i turned it off was not i mean i can watch it as entertainment i could have actually still watched it because i would have i mean when i look at it i look at it for sheer entertainment and salaciousness Mm -hmm. or whatever 
for what it is the part that got me is i was watching it and reading the comments and reading how many people were really yeah it's a lot of people who take cues from her and who take and who kind of come at her the way that um, when Ayala first came out, they and you know kind of revered her. I have the same with her black ass. As I, well. I do and I don't. I mean, I actually like. I think that she has accomplished a little bit more. Oh yeah, in no, terms no, of mental sure. health and, and self care for black women, I think she does a little. Like the whole phrase of "do your work and do the work" came from her. Let's right, be right, real, right? So, um, you know, right. no, no, she definitely has more actual credibility to Jada, her. But Jada I, is an opportunist, if we being honest, correct. And and there's no knock to her because. <laughs> hustling is fucking opportunity that's what having a fucking hustle really is yeah. it's capitalizing on a fucking opportunity Opportunity. so you know mm-hmm. we can you know use a negative connotation and call her an opportunist cause she fucking is but at the same time like that's also how an empire was built and they got bread right. their kids are straight they are you know what we deem successful especially for black folks in Hollywood yeah. you know so like I said before <laughs> While success in terms of like children and parenting and that type of thing is very subjective, you know, we can say we can all look back and look at what the fuck they got. And they, you know, they have the acclaim, they have the fame, they have the things that most people right. strive for. And at the end of the day, this is not going to knock no, it's any not. of their money. No, it's, it's not. That's at all. what we're looking at. No. This is not going to do anything. If anything, people are going to be more hungry for whatever the fuck else they yeah. have to put out there, which to me is unfortunate because it's really going to completely overshadow the the only real damage here like two niggas that decide to be in some shit together but both willing consenting adults to be in some bullshit together sure fine it's some it's not some shit i would do it's some shit i did and i mean i were and i'm not gonna lie like i regret it and i don't like it's a whole lot of good shit that came out of it it's a whole lot of fucking bad shit that came out of it no i'm talking about them deciding to be in their badass marriage Oh well, yeah, yeah. That part. Like two consenting adults that decides to like that's what they want to do and that's how they want to set their livelihood yeah. and their life up. That's on that, you. And that like, ain't none that, of my that's business. None of my business. Okay. The but, problem that I have is that the few bits and pieces of not just the Angela Yee interview with August, mm-hmm. but like everywhere else I've seen him. That nigga said he wanted to kill himself. And that's that 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 yeah. right there because also like I said I have been every person in this and after right. you date a nigga for five years and they surprise you by marrying another bitch I've been there I've right. been I know that level of hurt and unless you've been there you don't know that right it's not something that you can even fucking begin to fucking understand so I totally got, right and then I have her like dismiss that though correct as an entanglement this motherfucker loved you gave he gave you his everything to you and then you fucking reduce him to an entanglement i thought that shit was just extremely disrespectful yeah disrespectful dismissive selfish yeah you know i'm just like dude okay yeah and so that's the part that unfortunately i know as time goes on because like even by the time this fucking episode comes out the fire has already dwindled some, yeah on this um to some extent when this episode some other- come out tomorrow Oh well, shit. We are we, late. We, we we still they still use an entanglement on my timeline. Well, see, I don't, I don't. That's a level of ignorance <laughs> that I don't subscribe to no more because I'd be old and not on the internet. But um, even with that though, that is something that's going to like the the, the clock is ticking on how long yeah, everybody's sure. going to talk about this. I mean, the next wave and, of thing will happen. Right. The, even today, John Travolta's wife died. So holy shit what the fuck yeah but it's, she, she died after a two year long battle with breast cancer 
this is me learning that. Yeah, you should get back on the internet sometime, nigga. To, to mean, know what the fuck is going on fuck in the world. The internet, dog. <laughs> I know, I, I know I you in your little happy bubble, but I'm gonna need you to come back to reality at even, some point. It's not even the happy bubble. It was just like I had fucked all my timelines up by putting mm. all the activists on it, so I don't have nowhere to go for real. Well, yeah. So, so you got that. So you know, okay. I mean, you know how news cycles go. The news yeah, cycle yeah. will change, and like you said, that'll get buried under something and more pressing. That'll get buried. And my problem is, it's like as a person who gives a shit about people especially from a distance like I, my preferred method of giving a shit about people is at a distance and so um as a person that can at least be compassionate enough to recognize hurt i am worried about him yeah i, I am too. give like, the fuck about yeah, nobody my thing else is when there's a hurt party left to deal with their very real feelings yep. and after you have discarded them like there's nobody to me advocating for, for that mm-hmm. side of the conversation. Nobody's advocating for him I have seen people all. go, well, what the fuck do you expect when you get with a married person? First of all, first of fucking all. He was a fucking child. Not just that, but they were separated, supposedly. Yeah, right. So let's say that y'all are actually telling the truth, right? And y'all are... Sure. Right. And y'all, that's why Paul, yep. And so y'all, sure. are, y'all were actually <laughs> separated. Mm-hmm. Then when you married, but you legally separated, I mean, you, you separated. So it's not like from that lens, he was fucking a married woman. He was fucked shit. She was entangled with Will. And really, if we looking at it like that, right. the entanglement at that point when you separated was Will. Right. Even though he was legally still her husband, she was also she she also says she was separated mm-hmm. and was out in public with this nigga caked up. A lot. There are so many pictures coming to the light right now. No, no, no. Other celebrities. And see, this is my. You can see other celebrities in the background, like looking at their asses, like was really. Now that's my favorite part is the background celebrities looking at this shit. I be all in the background, like Drake was looking crazy. My thing, Queen Latifah was looking crazy. But see, my thing about it is those pictures are not new. When August first, when when she now this to me is the most hurtful shit that she did across the board. Even more hurtful than calling in and taking it is when she had that nigga on red table yeah like, I think so too and so, I agree and no tried to, that, hold on and then tried to spin it as if it was just I'm I'm offering you guidance and I'm this mom and, and my whatever is, and, and that's fucked up and, the, and it makes you a fucking predator that is the that's the shit that I want to be talked about that and I, I know said it. won't she's a pre- that shit was predatory it I'm not was. even gonna say she's a predator but that was predatory behavior absolutely and my thing is is because um, because she's a woman and he's a black boy or whatever and this is a problem that we've talked about before is that this is the area where we feel our black I agree black boy. completely for as much as black women be you know in the background rooting for y'all right. and y'all do us dirty this is where we this is where fear, black women feel this yeah. is where we feel them continually yeah because that boy yes because he was a boy in particular and people love to be like well he was a grown ass man no the the fuck, fuck he I wasn't. know a 40 year old man right the fuck now who is not a grown ass man Correct. emotionally right that that's just just across the board just generally yeah. emotionally age this, don't make you grown no not to mention this is like her taking her black ass mm-hmm. into a rehab institution mm-hmm. because that's what she decided to make her ba- space make her, yeah and make herself make herself as the doctor in a rehab facility and fucking 
in this nigga. What you call me? Uh, what do you call me? Huh? A rehabilitation center for black men. Yes. Because I rehab niggas. You rehab the fuck out of niggas. <laughs> so, Listen, she rehab. She will rehab the fuck out of you. If you a black nigga looking like one of these good bones having houses in in dilapidated Detroit, come holler at this bitch. The, okay. I promise I will. I will. I, I, my goal is to leave you better than I found you. Yeah. And that is not what happened in this situation. No. And my thing is, is if you if you change the scenario and you make it an actual rehabilitation center, which is what she was calling mm-hmm. her house when she had that nigga mm-hmm. there, and you make her the counselor, which is what she was calling herself mm-hmm. when she had that nigga there, and then you put their entanglement because that's what she's fucking calling. I don't give a fuck what you call it. You call it entanglement. You can call it side piece. You can call it you getting your black blown the fuck out. Whichever the fuck shit you gonna call it, that shit would have you lose your license. Yeah. Number one. Other scenario, doctors if you can't, can't fuck their patients, teachers can't fuck their students, bosses exactly. can't fuck them for a reason. College students can't. College students are adults, correct? Right. Their professors are not allowed to fuck them. Right. And everybody in that scenario, your is an patient adult. is an adult as a therapist. You right. can look like you said, you can lose your you, license. You, for, for, you will lose your license because of the delicacy and the, and the fragility of that person's health right. and what they are coming to you for. It compromises the relationship. And we talk constantly it about undermines the fucking healing. We talk constantly about the power dynamics when you start talking about like Me Too movements and Me Too efforts. Right. Yeah. The issue is not about who's an adult and who's consenting. The issue is about power. The issue is about somebody having more power than the other person and the person being incapable and vulnerable to the willing of that power and of the I, other and person. I, and I have to say this. People, <laughs> men and women, will hide behind these, in quotes, entanglements, these side chicks, these, mm-hmm. you know, um, auxiliary relationships and say, oh, well, it made me feel better. Oh, well, it made me feel good and I grew from it. That's bullshit. But my thing is, you're abusing other people. Right. Or worse, they'll use others as tools for pockets of momentary happiness to avoid having to deal with their shit altogether. Your growth doesn't require other people. No. Get the fuck out of here. Your growth, no matter what the growth is, doesn't require anybody else but you. But they feel like a lot of times, as long as I don't have to focus on me and my bullshit, I'll be fine. Not even that. It's not even always that. It's sometimes, like, I think that, that... Or, you know, I won't say that's an intentional thought. Maybe that's a secondary thought. Right. Maybe they don't go into it with that, but it's definitely a benefit of it because you're caught up in something else, which, and if what I'm caught up in is August and not dealing with my shit with Will, Mm -hmm. then yeah, it does provide some type of escape for me. I'm not saying that people can't be your oasis. I'm not saying that people can't be your soft. But it's a difference between oasis by definition is something that is happy. Right. And, And for it to genuinely be happy, it needs to also be peaceful. Otherwise, there's no genuine happiness. It also needs to be truthful and, and honest. And honest and have and the, some integrity about it. The problem is, is none of it was really honest. And don't get no. me wrong, broken people find each other all the time. Yes. You know, like, ain't no no more significant and really ride or die love is two crackheads. Any person who's ever been in a place where two crackheads are and they're together and in love, 
they love crack and they love each other. Right. Like, but also that, but the problem with that though is, is that's called trauma bonding. Yeah. And when you trauma bond with the person, then you are not your full, happy, healthy, healed and whole self and mm-hmm. nor are they. Right. What you're doing, that's like people who basically lose a parent and they decide, oh my God, I'm so in love with this other person who, who has also lost a parent. Right. And now we understand each other because we have a grief that neither one of us has fully dealt with or feels like we can deal with outside Correct. of this relationship. That is a trauma bond. Mm-hmm. And those things, what happens is, so those things are doubly dangerous in my opinion because I've never built one, so I'm not going to pretend as if I know exactly all the ins and outs of what that can provide for two people experiencing trauma. And that's a heavy thing. So I'm not here to tell you how to work through that because it's not a thing that I have had happen to me directly. Mm-hmm. But what I can say in some of the relationships that I do know that were built around trauma, what happens at the end of it is if somebody does in fact actually heal and you don't have the common ground of trauma anymore, you you find your relationship falling apart. It's and also now, like people who just stay for the kids. Right. And when the kids grow and they move and out and how y'all, it's just y'all and y'all have nothing because you never worked on that relationship. You never built that relationship. Right. It revolved around something outside of, of you two. Right. Exactly. And that that is the uh that's the real the real downside in the fault of it because while Jada is out here with like, Oh, I healed from it and all of this stuff, first of all, the level of selfishness that it takes to say to not acknowledge the other person's pain that you claim that because you, never, you as cared a, about. As a person who actually watched it, she never apologized. She never even said that she did anything wrong. She called it an entanglement and Will had to force her to say that she cheated because she was not even trying to do that. So that's a separate irritation for me as right. a person. Like what? So this book obviously is not published. Otherwise, I'd be selling this bitch to y'all. But I can tell you some of the things I've written about. And, and what makes it authentic is the fact that what I write about is myself Mm -hmm. it's accountability from me about the shit that I fucked up right and how with Jesus's help and you know other things I was able to overcome and modify that behavior but in order to modify behavior you gotta own your shit right and 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 I'm never gonna sit up here and be like hey guys this is what the fuck you should do meanwhile girl I was in an entanglement like bitch what and my thing is it just sounds very indicative of a person who is um is running from their own reality and they're I don't know what the thing is for well, her. Well she has a said lot before of, that she has issues with commitment. Right. But, and that she has abandonment issues. But even the issue with commitment and abandonment issues and all those things are true and need to be dissected with a licensed professional which they say they go to but see my thing is you can't go there and not do the do your own work just because you in therapy don't mean that the fucking therapy is working if you're not doing what the fuck you're supposed to be doing it can be just like going to the doctor saying to the doctor yep saying to the doctor yep I'm 20 pounds overweight. Yes, yep. my blood pressure is high. Give yep. give you the pills, right? So they give you the depressing things. But if you go home and continue to buy 12 packs of KFC and eat pizza every night and keep your salt intake high, but the you're pro- not but, doing, but see, to doing take it anything. a step further, but then you don't share that with people. And what you share with people is, hey, guys, eat right, do right, be like me and go to the doctor. You're not telling us like, yeah, you going to the doctor, but you're still going home you're and not, drinking again, a, a six pack all, and eating 
and ice cream all and cookies. The work is is on you, and then that's why that's the part. That's why the the part that I take issue when I'm seeing the quotes about how, you know, it was healing for me. My thing is, if you're truly healing and you're truly honest with yourself and you are really working on the betterment of yourself, the betterment of yourself requires nobody but you right. and Jesus. Right. Or you and your higher power. Right. Like, let's, let's not. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. But it doesn't require somebody else. Other people can be supportive. Other people can be helpful. But the requirement for you to be a better person to be a person who has changed and for you to decide to live differently or heal from something healing requires just you and that higher power it doesn't require somebody else right and the fact that you not only required this person but then trampled over him and left them in the dust yeah that's predatory (laughs) so i couldn't figure out how to fully articulate my thoughts but another another writer um did and she is well well known um i think she writes christian self-help or whatever um but her name is candace bimbo and in an essay she wrote oh i read that whole thing girl it was amazing for as much as me not being on the internet i'm about to read this let me read it it was good because I, I, I want people to hear this because this this is important. And the way that she wrote it was just so very transparent and so mm. poignant and just it, it was everything that it needed to be. Mm. And it was everything that needed to be said. And for mm. us to not hide behind mm. some veil of adoration for celebrities or um, permitting them to do things we would never allow regular people to do. She mm. called it on the carpet and she did it in a way that was fucking honest and relatable, yep. especially for me. And so what she said, so she said the following. Gather around y'all. We got story to tell <laughs> she said um to juxtapose august august confession he'd fully given himself to her and loved her completely while they were together with jada calling their time together an entanglement it's hard to watch and empathy flows in his direction imagine loving someone for years being the topic of salacious rumors and losing out on career opportunities because of it finally speaking your truth and still honoring the love you had for them in it only to be described as a spider web imagine waiting all these years for the truth to be spoken only for it to still be a lie do right by love because several things can be true at once jada could have loved august as deeply as he believed she did and honoring that even while acknowledging that the origins and foundation of their relationship were wrong would have done right by love but when you dismiss it, when you try to de- to minimize people and dis- and diminish what they are and who they have been to you, you cause even more pain. When you don't do right by love and lean into ragged- radical truth telling, too many become casualties of your growth and evolution. I hope she can admit to herself that you can't grow on the backs and bodies of other people. I'm glad she Correct. learned so much about herself, <laughs> but people aren't less than plans. Do right by love. And so I just sat there and I read it and I was just, you know, and I processed. Mm-hmm. And for the million times as a person who's been in this situation, um, it just, it, it, it was so true. Something can be so multifaceted. You can honor a love. You can be like, yo, that was the love of my fucking life. That shit was... Um, everything I needed it to be at that time. However, the foundation was wrong. The delivery was wrong. The vehicle was wrong. The love might have been right, but the timing might have been wrong. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, a thing can be more than one thing. It doesn't have to be completely good. It doesn't have to be completely bad. I give you But that. let's tell the truth about what the fuck it was. Because if it was so temporary the way that you're describing it then how in the fuck could you have had any healing from it? How could you have grown from something so um, opaque? Right. If it had, If it offered nothing substantial 
Mm-hmm. And so that is where I call bullshit because things that are not substantial, things that are just so easily dismissed do not help you grow. Right. There is something that you have garnered from it because you spent time in it. Right. And so to reduce it to an entanglement or a it's situation fucking disrespectful. is and disgusting. It's rude, disrespectful, but more and importantly, selfish. more importantly, it's a fucking lie. It is a lie. Like, it it's is just not, not the true. truth. It's just not true. Like, I mean, you know, every, I can't expect nobody to have the moral standard or high ground that that I have or don't have in this situations right. because, again, ain't been in these situations. And my don't thing know is, people don't act. know what the fuck they would do until you in some until shit. Until you in some shit. So I'm not saying that to be like to be overly overt, but at the end of the day what it is is a lie like more than anything else more than what your moral standards are and what you think you would do in that scenario that none of that matters what does matter is it's just simply not the fucking true yeah like, and so maybe you don't do right by your the the proverbial august or the proverbial will but right. do right by love do right by your fucking self like my thing is like again i get it yes you should do right by the love that you claim to have for this person well, no, or it's others. not about the love for you have for this person it's about love as a concept it's oh, yeah. about love of self love of god love of other people it's about love as a broader theme it's about honoring love period right and when you honor love there's a certain level of honesty that you have there's a certain level of integrity that you have when you honor actual love and it's hard for me to believe that people are in love with other people who do not honor love in other capacities it makes Mm. me feel like you don't have the full uh, the the fullness of the knowledge of what love even is to to fully even be in love well true but i think that's i think that's the case for lots of people yeah for sure who are using that word often you know what i mean yeah because it's become trite yeah i mean and i mean that's just the nature of it because it's uh perversive and it's around all the time i don't know i don't know if i would reduce it to being trite simply because only because you need to use the word love a lot because it exists in a lot of facets but if you're using love as the word sure but it's become trite because real love has turned into ily it is diluted and it's watered down and people don't take the time to really even fully understand what love actually entails right now on the flip side somebody could say well yeah then if that's the case if people don't really take the time they're at least saying like hey you have ups and downs in marriages and that maybe their love is demonstrative by staying together even if it is a bad marriage right. but the problem with that is like I said there's a there's a, a trilogy in that that you have to honor it's not just about honoring this marriage it's also about honoring yourself because there's self love and so that's the real point that I was going to get to the real the real um because i don't give a fuck if you married honestly no. if, you, if you're married and your marriage is abusive it's neglectful <laughs> right. and you got a dude that's beating your ass and constantly cheating on you or disappearing on you or not paying attention to you or whatever right there's a point where you you attempt to work through those things <laughs> and s- but and at the end of that you still have to love you and at the end of the day um when it comes to her like dismissal of it and how she handled this scenario in general i think the part of me that um outside so there's just two real main sticking points that i have about it so the first one is all is always and forever going to be how predatory her actions were towards august yeah for sure and then my second thing though is how much her 
her approach to this and all of her handling of this seems to to me as a person who take who takes people in the way that I do it seems to really scream so much um damage and hurt that's not being addressed like so when I was looking at all the different things that people had to say about it for the 15 minutes that I was on the freaking internets um the one that stuck to me because it was a thing I really forgot about Jada in particular and it was about her and Tupac Mm -hmm. you know and so there's tons of memes about it and people talk about it all the time but her and Tupac is really a thing that I forget about a lot of times um mainly because again it celebrities lives and love lives and existence is not necessarily my business so I don't necessarily keep that shit in my brain like that it don't got shit to do with me right I'm never gonna see you motherfuckers at the end of this fucking podcast this will probably be the last time that I even give a shit about what Will and Jada are fucking doing yeah same so um but with that I really have forgot uh, about that um scenario and it to me it sounds it, it just sounds like and I don't know for sure don't know her don't know what the fuck she's doing or how the fuck she's doing it but to me it seemed most plausible that this was a person whose genuine love of her life was killed and everything else just doesn't fucking matter because her actions kind of resemble a person who kind of feel like that yeah like this person is good it's good for business it's good for that this person who's good for business did some shady shit i feel slighted i'm gonna do some other shit with this other nigga this is good for this period of time and i can finally get okay but at yeah, the somebody end was of, like she just found a good father for her kids and found, but, and found a teammate but and i mean and that that has its validity but at the end of the day all of her actions with this with august in regards to Will and their relationship just kind of to to me out of all the different theories are out there and again I'll say I don't know this bitch and I don't know her fucking life Mm -hmm. but what I will say is it does line up the best with somebody whose genuine love of their life was killed and you just you have never moved past it yeah, but I know people who lost the love of their lives and they oh, don't no, no. they don't behave no, no, like no, no. that. I'm I know some saying, bitches who grew from it. One, not, one of them was on the podcast. No, no, no. I'm not saying that it makes it right. This is not a justification. Please be clear. This doesn't justify none of the shit she does. And again, that's why my number one point is the fact that August is a victim and I want somebody to check on him. Like, yeah. I personally want to do a wellness check on fucking August and that nigga don't know me. But <laughs> what, I'm, what I am saying is all of that just reads like a person who hasn't really dealt with accepted um dealt with or accepted the fact that this loss is your root cause and i am a bitch that like root causes of fucking shit like you would say oh this was disrespectful this was dismissive over here and this was this over there but the root cause sounds like that hurt yeah maybe it is yeah but again i don't know this bitch life and so she gonna do what she gonna do my point is for the quality over quantity is no matter how much time you spend with a motherfucker or how tied and connected you might feel or what others may even tell you their behavior speaks louder than their words and so when it comes to someone disregarding you discarding you abusing you being cruel to you being done with you whatever you be done with a lot of their asses because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day um i'd rather have one good year than 10 bad ones 
and time ain't shit but ten sp- but time spent so you know just be careful i guess mm-hmm. um when when allowing people to make you feel as if you should make certain decisions because it's what other folks would do i have never been the one to do what anybody else wanted to do i do what the fuck i want to do and i encourage people to do the same when it comes to to truly assessing what's best for you yeah because only you know like i said all of this is speculation all of this is very very outside looking in but i do think there's things there and it it, some things are very clear whether or not you intend for them to be or not and doing doing work on yourself versus relying the work of yourself to be on as um she so eloquently put on the backs of other fucking yeah, people yeah you can't you can't do your work on the backs of other fucking people you you can't let's just, just put that that's out there that's just that's just what it is like that that is a factual thing that's not an assumption and i had thing. a dude say to me one time um what the fuck did he say he's basically what he said was well we all have to work our shit out on somebody and i thought at the time, I thought, oh, okay, well, Absolutely I guess that makes sense. You do not. But as an adult now, it's like, mm, no, Absolutely you actually don't have to do the that. The fuck you don't. Because he followed that, you know, in a different conversation after some time passed with, you know, yeah, I'm just in my practice marriage. And I'm just like, that. Holy shit. I'm like, well, I, hope, I wonder if your wife knows that you just practicing. And see, my thing is that's where why that's where and why people need to be alone and, and that's also why i'm very skeptical of marriage like tina d is here for marriage i'm more or less like man i i don't care one way or the other True. Honestly, i'm indifferent but i'm probably a little more um conservative i than a than liberal with it it's not a thing that i have to do in this lifetime to be happy and and one of the reasons is because i look at shit like this and this is more the norm than you know anything else and so i'm like dog it's not about the ups and the downs it's about what you're willing to sacrifice and i'm not really willing to sacrifice myself to be with somebody else not not in most capacities you know and so i think the longer you stay with a person you feel like oh well shit i've been here for so long and i'm so fucking invested meanwhile i'm over here like but i'm about to live my happy ass single life because i'm not giving any more time to people who are not deserving of it in situations that are not deserving of it and a lot of marriages are just simply not fucking deserving of anybody else's time like that to me if it wasn't for the fact that that's a business I would say dump it, but they make so much money together and they do they so do. well. They do so, they're so successful business wise. Yeah. That for them, that would be a crazy move, which is why she went back to her husband. Yeah. And shit is true. It had nothing to do with love, especially and, what Tina D is saying is true. Like, you know, love her life dead and gone. So, and I really feel like, like, again, I don't know her, but to me, if, I can see Lauren London doing the same thing. Like, exactly. Whoever she married, it'd probably be like, I love him. I love him. He he works and he's not the love of my life. But we make money, right? Because I've said this for as much as I agree with and um, am an advocate for marriage for myself. Mm -hmm. My advocacy for marriage for myself is rooted in a the person that I found Mm -hmm. and b knowing myself. Or yeah, that picked me up Mm -hmm. out of nowhere, but. (laughs) Um, but it's it's rooted it's more so rooted in me having a true honest and and um knowing of myself mm-hmm. so when we're looking at that the things that I know about myself is I know how far I can go for another person mm-hmm. I know what my lines are so I always thought about it that if I find a person that interlocks with the lines and boundaries that I have set for myself because it's not about losing myself either I'm 100% with you I can't get so lost in you that I don't have no more me but 
but I had enough time by myself. And that happens unintentionally. Like you right. look up one day and you're like, where the fuck right. did I go? Right. And that's for moms, for wives. Right. right. And in, in all capacity, it's an effortful thing that you have to continue yeah. to do. But what I will say is I had enough time by myself, which I think is lacking in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I had enough time by myself to set those things. Right. To know which things which things have a needle that's movable, which things are set in stone and I knew once I had that if you interlock with that then it's you mm-hmm. and it's you and the person that I found that's who it is but I'm also not so uh, you know flighty and romantic in my thinking to think that if this shit goes south A nigga I will leave you <laughs> and if he's listening to this like nigga if this shit goes south I will leave you <laughs> I'm pretty sure he knows that. I'm sure he does. Um, and I sure I'm sure that goes both ways because again, this is an interlocking key. Right. But however, um, on top of that, I have been very clear with like if it does go south and I do leave him, I don't have any confidence that there's anything else. I'm gonna be out here like Lauren London and Jada. Like, not yeah. Jada. I'm not gonna be Jada because I'm not gonna victimize somebody else right. based on right. based on where, my hurt based or, on my, or hurt, my disappointment. Or my disappointment. Yeah. But I might be out here like Lauren London. Like, I mean, that's it. I found him. We were there. We had a period I genuinely of time. think that's what's gonna happen. I, I do see her getting married to a person. But it's but, not, I, but it's I think that person though will know right who she is and where she is right and hopefully i hope that there's a, I, there's a person who cares enough about her to know what he's and, getting into and what i will say for all the issues that i have with like my maternal grandmother that's who my uh maternal grandfather really was to her because mm-hmm. she was a person that had that same sort of hurt like i know what you coming with and, and i'm and okay he with was it. aware of that and that's why they that's why they lasted yeah for as and i remember you know in me developing into an adult person really evaluating the relationships that i see around me and i remember a period of time where in looking at the relationship i felt like it was some fuck shit like on her part but you know what honestly as i sit here and think about it I, if i ever got married it probably would be so transactional because i mm-hmm. just i'm i'm a person who is also very calculating and so I do things very intentionally and I just don't see any other purpose because I can love you without being married to you we could be together without me being married to you so that's why marriage has never been like a a a a milestone or you know whatever right. for me that it doesn't solidify shit other than tax purposes right um and making your baby not a bastard but you I know mean, I don't even care so much about the baby being a bastard <laughs> but, part you know I care I care more about like you know if you get in a car wreck I need somebody to call me like that's normal but see I have that <laughs> I'm already somebody's beneficiary like it's just nothing that I would ever get out I mean, of marriage for, for real that I can't or I'm not already getting right and I mean and again, but I'm also a very spoiled person. So. You are. <laughs> that is a lot of people take take care of me. So a ton. That. Like if you have a whole team, if you have a menagerie of motherfuckers to take care of That's you and tend to you, then you can live that life. As a person who does not have a menagerie of motherfuckers, and I get, and I get that. Um, I think for me, from a person who has always set, saw it as a thing that they would do, not necessarily like a goal that they had to do, but a thing that they would do. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's more of what it is. Like I didn't necessarily like at the time that this nigga acquired me. I was in a very, very comfortable spot right. of nothingness, um, romantically at least. But um, I think with the decision that that'd be something that I want to do, it's sad that it was really rooted in laziness 
for me. Because well, not really, I'm, because y'all are the same. No, 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 no. Not our relationship. Our relationship. Oh, you mean you doing the work or the, the desire? Me, the desire to be married to a person is rooted in the fact that I don't want to learn nobody new. I don't really want to learn me, how to have... see, for me, that sounds so exciting. Right. And I mean, and this is continually... I, the, the thought of waking up to the same person every day is just so monotonous to me. This is continually where we diverge on this point where I don't see it as monotony in so much as like I see it as um and more as safety not even like because I would never disregard the fact that it is the same thing like that's the definition same of penis monot- forever <laughs> that's the definition <laughs> of monotony that don't sound fun to me I mean that's the definition of monotony but what I see in it is um safety and when I when I look at the way that I view the world and where I the way I view entering spaces new spaces bother me because now I have to create enough scenarios to know what is safe and what isn't safe like See, even when we go out places like think like i really want you to take this take this in account, into account like me and you go out to whatever new spot there is if there is a new spot and remember them days when mm-hmm. we used to go to new spots mm-hmm. but um we go to a new spot and our our um the way we internalize that new space is always very different like you're like oh look at this look at this look at this and i'm like oh how many exits are here because i've always been the smallest i've always been younger than everybody else right so i have always been in a position to defer like y'all are so overprotective that i've never not felt safe yeah yeah and i mean and that's again this and is that's a, luxury. a it's a blessing it's yeah, a it really luxury is. it's a luxury of your menagerie of folks but being that being that that is not my experience the two benefits of it is to one just know that this person is this is what it is while it will change it will only change so much and that is i can that understand that for sure me. yeah and then and, on, and, the, and the allure to want right. to hold on to that yeah and yeah. that being something that i want and then on top of it is like that is also some of the only times where i get to be in your spot mm-hmm. because you like, know what you sound like all these girls on my face all these women on my my uh facebook posts who be coming at me every time i say i want a man that's taller than six feet they be like like sometimes we want to feel feminine too, bitch. Right. Once you lead a six foot and, and right. over, niggas no. for us. And I'm like, I Listen. get it. I do. They like, no, the fuck you don't. No, the we fuck five, you don't. Five ten and five eleven. No, like we you... don't always get to feel like the soft and feminine thing. Meanwhile, you I... five feet, you always feel. Like, so I, 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 I guess get, I hear you. I hear you. I get. I'm right at the cutoff is where you can find most where they're at least a little bit taller than you mm-hmm. um so i'm right at that cutoff at like five seven like once you get into five five eight five ten like you you have just cut out a whole population of niggas <laughs> so um because there's a lot of niggas that are five well, eight okay, there's a lot of them thing. that are five I'm nine five feet but i don't want to date a dude that's five five that don't make me feel safe either but my thing is you should for the team <laughs> that's what all of y'all are saying what the good i can't date no five five nigga i'm I got too much mouth to date a five five nigga. That ain't happening. You got too much mouth to date to date any nigga. <laughs> this like is if true. that's if also, that's this if is that true. is the case. But what I will say, like the other a couple weeks ago, we were um we were walking around his neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? And um I walk around all the time. That's my favorite form of exercise is to just walk somewhere. So I love when the weather gets good enough to do that. And it's a sweet spot here in Michigan because it'll quickly it, turn because it don't last long. No, it'll quickly turn into hot as balls and now you don't want to be out there, which yeah. is why I missed walking all week last week. <laughs> um because I couldn't take Gotta it. Gotta go super early. Right. And I just I I couldn't. It was a bunch of other shit happening, but you know. 
I do my indoor workouts It's fine But um Anyway we were out walking The week before The hot as hell week Which was last week And um I know me and, I can't remember If that was on the podcast Or if it was just me And you talking Because I feel like It happened here But I don't know But I was talking I was talking to you About um, when I went out With my dad And um, a thing That always That always happened That was when we us both. just talking That mm-hmm. was just us Just talking mm-hmm. Okay So um, me and my dad And my mom We all went down To the river walk To go walking And there's some Of everybody down there Which is fine If you're a native Detroiter And it's somehow Not fine if you're not But uh, <laughs> But as the native it was fine and we were walking and as we're walking in, in one direction coming towards us is a um is a homeless man who clearly did not look like he was in his um right mind at the time but he also wasn't bothering nobody wasn't talking to nobody because i've had homeless people that really want to like have a conversation mm-hmm. with you it wasn't that so all i did was move from where i was walking to like like an outside track or whatever mm-hmm. and in the exact same time that I moved myself to to be out of his direct line of walking into like in this outside track, my dad moves himself to be in between me and him, mm-hmm. me and me and the person. And it's something that um, I'm sure has happened a thousand times, mm-hmm. but in this particular moment in time, in this space that I'm in, it was something that I recognized. I'm like, oh yeah, that is what I've come to expect right. from the male person in my um whoever's in my life because that's you know that's the standard that's been set Mm -hmm. because that's really all that is is that that's the standard that's been set right and so we went out walking so that happened you know like a month ago or whatever um and then so me and him went out walking and that was still something that was in that was somewhere in the back of my mind i really wasn't thinking about because i was running my mouth while we were walking he's very quiet on the walk so i run my whole mouth he's observing he's he's the projector he's watching and so so we're walking and this is probably the first time that we've gone to do this because this is not a thing he would otherwise do this is something i suggested he do to calm down some of his anxiety because you've been in the house and i'm like maybe you're stir crazy and maybe you need to go walk Mm -hmm. but so we went out and um we were I can't remember where we were walking but at what at some point the same thing happened I went to make sure that I was not on the curb because again that's what I've been taught Mm -hmm. to to do and so I went to just do that to to stand behind him because he was more on the inside part Mm -hmm. so I just went to stand behind him because again I don't think I had have fully put him in that same space Mm -hmm. for my dad I expect that but for this person not so much and so I went to stand behind him and he did the same thing where he's now on the outside between me and the elements Mm -hmm, air quote mm -hmm. or whatever and I just looked at that and so like and he kind of stayed in that space either he was in front of me or on the side of me between the cars and so um when we were heading turning around to come back I really thought about it though the thing is I walk a lot by myself and I had thought about how long I had been running my mouth <laughs> and so like we had been walking for like an hour hour and a half or whatever and I was able to just like freely talk about like all the stuff we have to do and all these sort of things and I got to the end of it and I really thanked him I'm like this was really nice not just because like it was nice to go and talk but it was really very nice in the fact that I got to be where you get to be when me and you go places Mm -hmm. is really how I talked about it like I got to like not take in everything not that I'm not taking in you know but you didn't have to be on guard or on Right. right you got to be the just the I got person to, being cared for right. in the situation. I got to just be in it, and it was just like really nice. Like, oh, this is this is a thing. Yeah, 
that I that I want. Like this now, is the I thing get that, that I need. I that a lot though because I mean again I, I mean being a smaller woman like I just kind of first of all being a smaller woman and then having a penchant for alpha men. I typically mm-hmm. two things happen. One, I pick alpha men all the time. Two, they end up loving me and they don't mean to. And so yeah, that does happen. A lot. <laughs> whether we are not just alpha men. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here back. Yeah, by I mean, accident, you know, my nigga. They, I'm one of them people that are hard to shake. And so, um, Man. but nobody ever t- on, ever plans on staying for real. They just Absolutely look up one not. day and it's like I've been here for years. What the I fuck? would love to talk to 17 year old <laughs> me that met you for the first time. I know, man. That bitch I wish hated I could you. do that just so I could stun on your ass and be like, "Bitch, you gonna marry me now, what? nigga?" <laughs> I swear to God, I, I hate really her. I wish I could go back and just dance on you. And just, you know, you know. <laughs> Oh, how much that would hurt my little 17 year old heart you think I don't like to lose now like you don't like me bitch but you gonna marry me 17 year old me would have fought you oh god that's so funny that I'm is so just funny. telling you man so no I, so while I end up in situations like that um, probably more often than not I think that doesn't really make me feel safe because I'm yeah. so used to it. Right. What makes me feel safe is a bunch of ghetto shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, it is though. Like, That's I the funniest up, shit. I end up with niggas who like, with, like legit with the shits. Not just, I'm gonna say I'm with yeah. the shits. Like, for real, will air a bitch out about me. First of and all, so, yeah. Myself included. <laughs> and, I will air this whole shit out like, today. I, I legit <laughs> had like, maybe three, three to four exes who make it very clear every now and then and will pop up and be like yo I heard some shit happen do I need to make a do I need to shoot a move do I need to call such and such like and, and they're very fucking it's serious even, it's not even serious. do you know that my father my my father <laughs> asked me today mm-hmm. like I'm not even bullshitting you asked me today how you were and was everything still cool with your dad like did he need to make some calls <laughs> With your dad. I was just on his mind. Yeah. That's so sweet. Your daddy's so sweet. That's like one of my favorite humans. And I say this shit all the time because he genuinely fucking is. That nigga asked me today about random your daddy up. And it'd be random shit like that. Like, what the fuck? You know, like I had a whole um I don't even know what the fuck to call like Summer Bay. Y'all heard me y'all heard me talk about Summer Bay. Well Summer mm. Bay it was not a person who was I was planning on sticking around and nor was he really and somehow very, he is very weird very sticking much around still here and we are very good friends at this point. And he was talking to me the other day and he was like, I just really want you to understand like you have you are in a situation that most people are not in and he was like but I need you to really care about that and I need you to take that to heart because you can call me and I will give up my freedom for you <laughs> no but was, that's some and real I shit about that shit and he was like so be careful because we were having a real conversation he was like so you have to be careful with that yep. because what I'm doing is giving you my life and he was like and I will lay my life on the line for you but it needs to be some real shit mm. and so he and he was like because if you call me I'm mm-hmm. Fucking coming, so make sure that it's gonna be worth my fucking freedom. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's that's that shit is crazy, you know. So those are the kind of ghetto things that you know make me feel safe, but it's never in a situation where I'm like super in love with a person or I gotta be married to a person or whatever. So my life just moves a whole lot different. Well, it's just like people that give out tens all the time. Like you're a person who experienced people ready to fucking die on the sword for your ass frequently, and it's just it's not yeah, kind of doing. It's that's not the just same. So fucking weird. It's not <laughs> the same novelty and I mean when I look at it I think that it's a 
I mean, we can talk about it later, but I got my own thoughts about it. But it, it, it doesn't need to be I'm, <laughs> pulled well, apart I mean, on I have, the show. I have my maybe we can talk about that on another episode. Yeah. I also have my own, you know, thoughts about that. And I'm like, well, is it some type of compensatory, you know, Jesus no. did fatherless daughter, you know, kind of thing? Like I'm gonna fill some gaps or whatever the fuck. I, I don't I, know. I, and I think there's some truth to that. I don't think it's as as you know trite as you're throwing it out to me right now <laughs> I mean, you know right but i mean I don't know I, if it's like also, filler shit or I, if it's real shit like what you know what i mean as a person that also lives in a constant state of having enough bail money to go to town on a whole grown nigga for you because <laughs> i want that to be fucking clear about it i i i mince no words about this i will also fight a full grown nigga <laughs> over this bitch yeah Multiple. that's the conversation that we gonna I'm gonna do a room with y'all when she moved to California she can't she can't fight me but I'm gonna do uh, a, I'm gonna do a Facebook room with y'all so I can give y'all the whole tea cause she is not say, just talking I'm that's not a real that's shit. a real ass situation I haven't I haven't you know this that's, is not that's worth the tea being spilled so this, this is not something that I'm this is this is not you know a hypothetical situation <laughs> this some shit that I have that was the thing I learned that she was with the shit I am not <laughs> Not out here fucking playing around. People think that I am, and that's fine. That's how I prefer it. But I'm not bullshit. <laughs> well, enough about me, love. We we have significantly talked about my cue. We you still have an entire cue oh, to do. Don't worry, my cue is very short, y'all. It is not um even like a fully actualized topic. It's really just a chit chat I would like to have with you and you know the now handful of listeners of truckers, of truckers that we have out here <laughs> and you know the good folks of Alabaster We've Alabama <laughs> that you are all truckers like we just can't figure it out please come and tell us that we're wrong if you're an Alabaster Alabama listener I'm about to put please <laughs> for the love of God come and tell us something different on the nacho card and, and on, on the Facebook page because we would love to know Yo. but right now we are stuck with the fact that it just got to be people you know rolling through cities because the <laughs> cities are random as fuck dog she gonna pull them up but anyway this is just a very short very light chit chat um in light of in 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 light of our current uh social unrest and all of these fun fancy things that people have been talking about over this uh summer i just had one quick question so my cue is for Keisha with the Q. <laughs> um, what? Where we stand, y'all? And this is specifically for my black folks. Like, I saw some things um, saying that we going back to our shits. Like, we we coming back in full effect with our, you know, we just gonna have black ass names and y'all niggas gonna deal with it. Yeah. Um, and I'm don't get me wrong I'm for it now my government name is very uh ambiguous as are all my siblings and for the time and place that I've grown up with I'm appreciative of that not that I um not that I think there's anything wrong with your Keisha's with a Q or your Quivangenes or your Quintas I love all of them people equally um shout out to uh markeisha and the uh, and ladonna and ladonna 
on my natural hair podcast also on this lovely ass network they on the they on the regular they on the daytime part of the program (laughs) they ain't the after dark people we the after dark folks they they are on the up and up please check them out hair go 313 if you're here i will be going to them to get my wedding here this weekend Mm. anyway that's not the point the point is um i'm just want to get like a poll about like where we at now like am i supposed to be like i'm black y'all i'm black y'all i'm bleakity bleakity black y'all now i wish or, i could see my face <laughs> or i mean are we still sticking with like the names that work well on the app job no apps? i think we have all collectively decided to say fuck these people okay um a, so a facebook friend it's funny that you brought this up because i've actually been thinking about this this week yeah um a facebook friend of of ours yeah yeah you, you saw, saw that, that. Yeah, yeah i saw that that's was kind of my inspiration i, I really for liked it. her transparency in her post and yeah. she was saying that you know she was trying to figure out why she stopped going by her first name which is miss shalina yeah and her Facebook name had been Shelly. And that's what we all call her is yeah. Shelly. And we all know her name is Michelina. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I think we just called her for that. most of high school until she went, as a person who knows her, right. it was like that until she went to state, right. which is a predominantly white institution. Right. PWI. So, yeah. Yeah. So, or private white institution. Or is it, wait, what is, is it the public, private, no, no, no. or? No, no, it's predominantly. Is it predominantly? It's okay, predominantly right. white. It is, because right. it can PWI. be public. Yeah, yeah. It can be public or, or private. private. And so she, um, she was talking about how she was trying to basically unpack why she had this or if she had an issue not that she had an issue but right. what why she had because changed her that name that wasn't something that I thought that she necessarily right. had Me an either. issue with and so I appreciated yeah. her transparency and if you actually read the um, thread and other people's comments about their names and you know I put my, my issue with my name on there or whatever and I love my name because I'm a fucking narcissist um, but my name yeah. my problem with my name is when motherfuckers decide to intentionally mispronounce my name and my name is a fucking continent that's I my issue I don't understand that for and the see, it life makes me of feel me. like it's intentional because it's spelled the same fucking way as the continent like why wouldn't that be your default I really think I, I that's do- some implicit racist bullshit no, no, no. for you to call me something else I think it's intentional in the way that people feel like you wouldn't be named after that continent based on the color why? of your skin because you're not like who names people after continents like do you have people out here what? just named Africa yes that's there are tons of africa's now yes but i mean i mean in, i mean to the same regard <laughs> you have people named india but i think people you try. got indias you got china's you got london you like at this point you got I, a baby was born last week on my time and her name is denver so you got Ooh, all kind of babies that's gross i like it i like denver, denver. i like denver's i like dakota's i've always liked place names e you got I egypt mean, you got i mean you know so i like denver i don't know it, was it a girl? Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it better. I like boy girl name. Like I like this little girl that was born a month ago in my time. And her name is Charlie. I think that's adorable. Yeah. So you know, but, is her name actually Charlie or mm-hmm. is it Charlotte? No, her name is Charlie. I, oh, so wow. actually, what's funny is I have a Charlotte on Charlotte that was born last week on my timeline, okay. and a Charlie born a month before that. Oh, wow. Why are so many people having babies? I don't know, on but it's timeline. a shit ton of pregnant people and women having babies on my timeline. Mm. I, I'm like, mm-mm, I be scrolling through my timeline like have you this is an aside have you been scrolling ever scrolling through your timeline and realized that somebody's getting ready to have like their third or fourth kid and you be like do you look at well like, every time i'll be like wow y'all really like kids huh no 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 every time i look at it i'll be like 
oh no again <laughs> like I, I don't even say like, that I just be like oh so y'all really fuck with kids that, I, I say and then I, then I go that shit wild and I go on about my life cause sh- I got one kid and baby I will never have another one <laughs> so there's that not out of your person nah definitely not definitely not out of my person I think I B. Mean, Smitty and I did decide the other day though cause we were talking about dating people and we both decided that we were only gonna date people from here on out with children well I think that makes sense though. Yeah, we we decided no more like single people because that's a whole different bag of bullshit. I mean, single people are kind of assholes. Unless you're trying to have more children, I guess. But I'm but I'm not. He claimed he ain't, so I don't know. And I don't believe. I don't believe him either. I don't believe him either. I'm hard pressed to believe men when they say that. I know because because you got very little to lose. Exactly. You not your body ain't doing nothing. You barely doing nothing. Like (laughs) you have so little to lose. Exactly. And and y'all niggas are impressionable as fuck. Exactly. The right pussy come along. Y'all do whatever she asks you to do. Oh, hey, Washington, Virginia. What? In Mountain View, California. Mountain View, California. That was in Charlestown, Massachusetts. Are you just gonna shout out all the ones from our Portland, Oregon? Portland, Maine. Hey, BFF, because I know that's you. I was about to say, we know who Portland, Maine is. <laughs> Brandon, Mississippi is what it was. Oh, right. Yeah. See, this was Brandon, my Mississippi. Gig Harbor, Washington. I thought that was super ironic that it was Brandon, Mississippi, because didn't we say, ain't no good come from no Brandon? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Merrillville, Indiana. Snailville, Georgia. <laughs> Snailville. St. John's, Michigan. What the fuck? Hello, Ooh. white people. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's my other thing. Like, that's the part of it that makes me think people are just sneaking into this Sca- room. Scapoose, Oregon? Uh, Scapoose? Scapoose? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you're just naming shit I now. I am not. It says Scapoose, Oregon. No, this is, this is not what my topic is about. <laughs> okay. Har- Harker? Oh, you, you said you knew who Harker Heights, Texas was. I think so. And Portage, I, I Michigan. Portage, Michigan. I don't know who them and niggas are. And to everybody are. in Detroit and Atlanta. What up, though? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Detroit, Atlanta, whoever like we got Cleveland, in Ohio. Cincinnati, yeah. Columbus. What up, niggas that went to high school with us? <laughs> right. How y'all doing? Let's not leave y'all out. But, um, but no, that's not, the, that's not the point. So, right. So, this topic was really inspired by... Um, by both that post and in general me looking at it because you know for (laughs) for as dedicated as I am to not having any children I feel I have particularly strong feelings about the naming of children Mm -hmm. and um they are rooted mostly biblically because if you look in the bible when um god planted new purpose and things in the people he changed their names Mm -hmm. so there's tons of name changes that happen in the bible and names mean things particularly because if you name a child whatever you name them right you are going to literally outwardly call that name mm-hmm. time and time again. You name a child trash, which obviously I would hope nobody's going to name that, name their child that, but you're calling them, you're just going to say trash, 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 come here, trash, do this, do this. So if you take that sort of approach to it, I feel very strongly about what you name people, what you name your children. Mm-hmm. So there's that part. Um, so I'm not here for just like throwing a bunch of consonants together for the sake of, Oh, I've never seen that before. That's cute. No, mm-hmm. I'm not here for that. But I am here. <laughs> I am here for um, finding a name with meaning, with purpose, um, and naming your child that. 
you know, and 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 having it really speak something into that child's life right. as yeah. the as the steward of that that small person, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I stand on the side of yes, go ahead and embrace it because right now everything is. Uh, man, I thought last year was a dumpster fire. No, 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 the world is ablaze. Yeah, it's so, crazy do what you got to do I, I mean even though i am grateful for my name that plays well on applications um that's more so because i'm a sneaky bitch and i would like to be like surprise <laughs> motherfucker you just hired a black ass panther mm-hmm. so congratulations <laughs> you let this light skin fool you <laughs> but um outside of that though i am really here for like i'm i'm really um with that person in particular i'm really um excited and happy to see that she you know changed her changed her name on her social and yeah i was really happy when she changed her name really too. embracing it because um you know like names they 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 can mean a lot and we as black people have been so because we're so inundated with everything else that just our existence entails it's like something that we're not even allowed to really consider the way we want to consider it and when we do we just make it outright ridiculous or and if they can say Shakowski, they can say Qu- Quivenjane oh yeah that was that's my, my f- other thing when Uzo was talking about yes. her mama and she was like I named you Uzo Amaka and she was like can you call me something else and she was like no I'm calling you by your name and yep. make them say your name black girl make yes. them say your fucking name like exactly. that is so fucking important because they can say all these other Russians and Polish and you know Czech and whatever the fuck else names that they fucking respect and admire or whatever right. make them say your shit too because your shit is honorable it's beautiful it's holy mm-hmm. it's it's profitable and, and, and you know prosperous it, it is all the fucking things yeah. so it's magic yeah and and they and the thing that i always say when you get to the end of that it's magic and they know it like i want more often for people to understand that anybody who is working this hard to stop you from simply existing imagine what sort like for as much damage as that can do on the surface to your esteem of yourself a person like like me has really taken that to be like imagine how fucking valuable how fucking amazing that Mm -hmm. i got to be that you got to work this hard to try to stop shine that you cannot stop like it is impossible and i feel bad for you only a little bit in the fact that you are going to spin your wheels to keep me from doing some shit that i'm still simply going to fucking do so keep your name say it make them motherfucking those motherfuckers say it as well yeah and um go forth be awesome but make it mean something don't be out here just throwing consonants together like as an aside for all my melanated people that are listening to this this is not for the alabasters that are alabaster in skin tone listen to me make it mean something don't just be out here doing some wild ghetto shit okay I know us. <laughs> name them what see. I'm the opposite. Name them what you want to name them because I, I'm, as a writer, you assign meaning. I don't give a fuck what a dictionary tell me or what a history okay. book says about meaning. 
you assign the meaning. Oh, well. You create words, you create definition. So if you want to throw some consonants together, but it's the consonants of your great great grandmother and great great grandfather who wouldn't have fucking who fought for their freedom so that you could live, then I'm here for that. Like no, 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 no. you can make up whatever you want to make up as long as it means something to you. I'm not interested in what white folks said it means no, no, before no, no. you got here. I'm with you on that. I'm just saying I want the thought to be taken. Like yeah, I sure. want it to mean a thing. Yeah. That's what I mean by saying. I don't saying, give a damn how many. It could be all 26 damn letters of the alphabet. If it means, if if you can explain why it means something to you. That's all I'm requesting. I'm not requesting that it has to. I got friends with ghetto ass names and <laughs> they are combinations of their parents' names and right. everything else, but it meant something to the people who named them what they named that's, them. That's what I mean by saying make Cause it Because my best friend, her middle something. name is Bellatrice, Lord Jesus. <laughs> but, but it means it something. something to her mama. So, you right. know. I'm, that's what I mean by having mean something. I don't mean that it can't be that. I'm saying I want it to be that. I don't want it to just be. I don't want it to be cavalier. I don't care what the name is. It doesn't need to be cavalier because yeah. names mean things. Yeah. To people. For sure. That's my only caveat. Is like names mean things. What you call people makes mean a difference. Thing, yeah. And so know what you're calling. This them. is so good for my life hack. <laughs> Is it? Yes. Okay, well, guess what time it is, boo? It's time for your life hack, because that's it. That's, that's all it. I have. Well, thank you. That's the perfect transition yeah. for my life hack. So, speaking of naming things and everything uh-huh. that she just talked about, mm-hmm. um, I saw, I read somewhere, because I, I won't claim this as my own, to okay. name your plants things that you are trying to manifest. Okay. So, name them, you know, grace, name them money, name them peace, oh. name them hope, name them joy. Oh. So that when I go out there and talk to my plants, that's what I'm calling them by. Oh, that's cute. So, I like the I like what you said. Give it some meaning. So, yeah. when you're repeating a thing, that is what manifests. Right. So, I, in the morning, you saw Grace been acting funny lately, which makes all the fucking sense <laughs> in the world if you knew my life. <laughs> I've been oh. having so much ish, so many issues with the damn grace plant. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. I can't, I, she was dying. I had to bring her back to life. So Girl. we, we in a thing right now, but it makes, it just, it makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, my sick and shut-in plants finally died. Oh no. It's fine. It was, it was my fault. Like during that hot week, I didn't even oh, go outside yeah. to it was tend like, to them. I didn't either. I, I didn't, didn't either. I didn't tend to them and they didn't make it. They were already on sick and shut-in. Now all the other ones that were doing, that were thriving, I sent with my grandmother and they are, <laughs> they are doing amazing Good. in her windowsill. Like there, she's really, she for as for as sassy and cantankerous as uh grandmommy can be mm-hmm. grandmommy and some plants Aww. girl it's something peaceful and yeah, serene and about, she about so, the plants she does so well with them so i bought her a little a uh, spray for them in case they you know get any bugs or whatever i brought that for her but they are thriving over there i'm a little jealous i'm gonna just go over there and start just snipping snipping <laughs> pieces and taking it back with me i'm gonna just bring a little mm-hmm. ziploc bag yep but, but yeah, um, so name your name your plants things that you're interested in manifesting so that when you water them as they grow, so do you. Mm-hmm. So do the things that you're believing for in your life. Thank you, Detroit. Detroit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Your life hack. Um, so my life hack this week, um, 
is brought to you by me. So buckle brought in. Brought to you by me. Wow. <laughs> That's some black in. ass hair products for you. <laughs> um, brought to you in. by me. I mean, just to say, me. <laughs> I mean, to say that it's not going to be the same as, you know, when they're brought to y'all by my future husband who does a really good job of giving y'all good life hacks. <laughs> this ain't that. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Christ. It's still good, but it ain't the same. And he um, offered her really good one. We just did it already. Yeah, he did. Um, so I got to give him his props for that. Yeah, he gave me. First of all, he offers me three every time, so I have another one that oh, okay. I can use okay. because he he knows me. he knows me well. <laughs> um, anyway, my life hack for this week is um, it's very simple, and I really want people to take it in and make it a goal this week to do this. If you um, if you're within the sound of my voice, okay. Life hack is coming close now. Close. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. Let me tell you how thrilling it is that's to why, that's why I'll come here. To just mind your own motherfucking business. It will profit you beyond your wildest dreams to only be concerned <laughs> with what fucking concerns you okay listen it is the god honest truth that it will just it will change your life to simply mind your own business you mind see, the so, business that pays you it don't even got to pay you it just got to be yours because sometimes <laughs> your business don't pay you okay <laughs> what i'm saying is mind it pay attention to it nurture it love on it and leave everybody else's the fuck alone. Agree, for sure. That's it. That's the hack. And you might think it's not a hack. It is. It's a hack to better living. You Mind know what your you own right. business. It's a, and it's a hack to peace. It is. It's a hack to peace. It's a hack to uh, race relations because yep. most of them happen because niggas somebody went minding their own damn business. Own they own damn business. When you decide to complain about some kids in a Hot Wheels car or whatever, the Power Wheels car. You are only here now because you don't know how to mind your own motherfucking business. This doesn't got nothing to do with you. Wasn't bothering you. But anyway, I digress. That's okay. the life hack. It, it will hack your life. Trust me. Please believe me. <laughs> Please believe me. It will. But yeah. So uh, with that, we have made it to the end of another episode. Yes, we have. An episode nearing the end of the season look at us coming around for the home stretch I know, here right? this has been episode Q um, thank you so much for joining us here uh, you know where else you can join us <laughs> at the nacho cart do you know what that is I bet you do you come should come start a conversation come start come tell us where the fuck you're listening yeah, from yeah I'm really interested in that tell like, us where you're I listening really from I really want to know so um it's titties with two d's like titties and tacos on facebook i understand the young kids don't use it but we don't have shit else so come bring your asses to where our old asses are 
Um, that's on Facebook. <laughs> you can listen to this quality content. Look at that cue. Um, and quality content. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I had to get it you out. You know, of my head. it's got the meaning that you ascribe to it. So call it what you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can listen to this episode and a bunch of other ones on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and iTunes. If you are an iTuner, okay, you niggas, you Apple motherfuckers, <laughs> do me a favor, okay, and rate us. Here's the thing. Um, you can only rate us five stars. I know you're going to tell me, no, I can definitely rate you other cards other stars than five i'm here to tell you that's a motherfucking lie <laughs> <laughs> don't let the devil get you caught up <laughs> don't let the devil get you caught up water up with a cute water catch these okay hands. listen you can actually only rate us five stars anything else you can 100 percent keep it we don't want it and that's why you can't do it so it's very simple um yeah make sure you uh do that uh share this lovely uh endeavor with other folks um y'all have been doing that you know what i often be yelling at y'all about what you don't do but you know clearly somebody be out here <laughs> fucking sharing the fuck out of this so shout out to you yes, whether you be you. truckers or real niggas living in, in alabaster alabama <laughs> um, and brandon mississippi and brandon mississippi <laughs> y'all did some fucking sharing so shout out to y'all um continue to do that shit it's really a good look for us um so yeah share rate like follow all of the shit subscribe so you don't miss any of this quality quantit <laughs> i don't know why that's funny to me but it is don't block us sorry please don't please don't unfollow after this bullshit we start feeling ourselves you're like oh no i'm done with these bitches <laughs> but yeah do all of that shit and then until next week eat some titties rub some tacos <laughs> i shit. said what i said god bless and good night <laughs> bye you you're listening to the titties and tacos podcast on the detroit is different after dark podcast network